The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good evening, Heat Nation. Man, let me just hold on. Let me get a Ric Flair with two claps. I love it. I love it. I love being right, and I love watching the Heat play. You are now listening to the number one podcast in the heartbeat of Heat Nation. I am your host with the most, Joe Stroh, and this is the hoop ball coverage of the Miami Heat. And the Heat won again. Don't forget to go follow me and the podcast on Twitter. That is Joe Stroh17, as well as Hoop Ball Heat. That is J O S T R O 17. Hoop Ball Heat. That's all in one word. Wow. Let's remember something. Remember the strategy as far as Boston working against themselves, tiring themselves out. I'm going to go over about how they executed that strategy yet again in this game. Now, everybody is saying that it's over for the Celtics. It's a sweep. I'm going to explain on how I feel the rest of this series will actually play out. Last but not least, there is something that has been in the headlines a lot lately and something that I feel like I got to touch on. People have been trashing Kawhi Leonard. Absolutely trashing. I'm going to explain how having a a, a sense of, well, lack of sense of awareness, uh, self-awareness, rather, played a part in him losing earlier than he was supposed to. And I'm going to get into that as well. This is the best podcast in Heat Nation. I want to thank you for listening. Promise not to waste your time. And without further ado, here we go. Before we even get this thing started, I want y'all to do me a favor. Stop playing around with your pockets, okay? I'm giving you valuable information here, all right? That being said, you need to be making all your sports bets at mybookie.ag. That is mybookie.ag. Once there, use the coupon code HOOPBALL, one word, HOOPBALL, and make your first deposit. Once you do that, mybookie will match your deposit 100%. That is right, 100%. Great payouts, great customer service. Whatever else you need to know about sports betting information, you are going to find there. So stop playing around and go to mybookie.ag as well as fellas. Look, I know it's COVID, but there is no sense in you looking raggedy, okay? Head on over to Manscaped. We got a nice deal for you, 20% off and free shipping when you use the code HOOPBALL20, all right? That new lawnmower 3.0, which has waterproof technology, pinch-free blades, a built-in LED so you can see what you're doing even in the dark, and a 90-minute light battery, man. That's all you need to keep yourself looking sharp. Stop playing around. Get on over there, manscaped.com. So. I would like for you all to go to hoop-ball.com. Head over there for all information and hoop ball coverage on everything going on in the basketball world. If you recall my last podcast, one of the things that I said that would lead to the demise of the Celtics was they would be out coached. 
And I also gave you the strategy that I believe the Heat were going to use throughout the series. And if you look at the first half, the Celtics had the lead the entire time. And yet I still had that feeling that Miami was in control. Now, Jimmy had not played well offensively, nor did Bam. So I knew in the second half, once one of them woke up and Bam did have 15 in the third, they would be just fine. There was something that really stuck out to me, and it's the fact that, well, as I said, they were working against themselves. The Heat outscored the Celtics by 20 in the third quarter and then proceeded to take the lead. That was super impressive to me because not only did they have a plan, but got to execute it at the same time. They played amazing defense. But do you know what they did the best? They took care of the ball. Do you know what the Heat's defense generated? 20 turnovers. And a critical 26 points were made off of those turnovers. With Kimba and Jason Tatum committing with the most of five turnovers each, that lets you know they know what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball. Kimba played well. As I said, you know, he was going to break off of that little bad spell, but he's going to cool off just like Marcus cooled off. And as far as everybody declaring this thing as a sweep, it is not that. Pump your brakes. This is still a very talented team. But most importantly, I don't think that the Heat are thinking in the fashion of let's close this out the fastest that we possibly can. They're about the marathon, as I told you before. For example, on a closeout game, every team is going to bring out their absolute best. We can use even Milwaukee, for example. Middleton came out and had a crazy and amazing fourth game. Could they have closed it in four? Possibly. But instead of exerting that energy, they're going to take the time and simply just chip away game after game to get to where they need to be. So at the end of the day, will the Heat advance? Of course it is. And I guess the question is you're wondering how many. I'm going to say five. I was hesitant to say six, but here's why. I, the Celtics, there's something that's going to throw the Celtics off. And it's going to play a bigger role once somebody comes back. I noticed it tonight that the Celtics tried to spread the ball. Remember how I said that Tatum didn't have a great cast? Well, tonight they tried to spread the ball around, hence why they had 20 turnovers. So, when you try to spread the ball around, and it's not how you've been operating, it's going to mess up the most important person on the team's rhythm, and that's Tatum. Not only that, but Gordon Hayward is supposedly be making his way back to the team. But I believe that they've gotten so used to playing without him, wouldn't it even be worse to just throw him out there? 
I mean, there's going to be mistakes made for a fact. And do you really want Miami to take advantage of that? Last but not least, the main reason I believe that they will close it out in five, two people. Three, really. Two. Tyler Hero and Goran Dragic. Tyler Hero came out with 11 points, nine rebounds, and five assists and 32 minutes off the bench. And of course, Dragic came back with another cool 25-point game. When you are somebody that is a stud like Jimmy Butler and all he really has had to do is perform well in the fourth quarter, when you have consistent play from your role guys, Kelly's giving you some good minutes. Duncan didn't foul out, so he was able to keep you in the game for the entire first half, really, because he had about 12 in the first, first half. You're going to be hard to beat. And as I said it before, and I believe people are starting to see it now, Miami is a complete team. In my eyes, Miami and the Lakers are the two best teams in the league. And well, AD and Braun versus Jimmy and Bam. <laughs> Let's get it on. I'm going to pivot to this real quick. This guy has been under fire a lot lately. And I mean, it's not even really all of his fault. I believe LeBron James, his greatness has somewhat altered the perception of how we view successful basketball players. And what I mean by that is because LeBron does it, other people should do it. Or because LeBron can do it, I can do it. I recently had this same same kind of thing with Giannis. You can't say Giannis is LeBron. They're not the same type of players. They are built different, right? He's more of a Shaq than LeBron. And everybody's not going to agree with what I'm about to say. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Nobody's perfect. There's a famous sports writer and journalist by the name of Ron, Par uh, excuse me, Rob Parker, who coined a term that he used for Tom Brady often, and it's called the LOAT. But that acronym is for the luckiest of all time. And I believe that maybe Kawhi's luck has ran out. I have coined him as the LOAT of the NBA, as well as possibly with Steph Curry. That's for another time. And his luck was, I mean, this guy struck gold when he hit the league, okay? First things first, let's remember something. The Spurs were not the organization that drafted him, okay? It was the Pacers who simply traded that pick in George Hill for Kawhi. So if it wasn't for that trade to happening, he would never have been in that great organization. He won his first chip against a healthy, primed LeBron James with a diminishing heat cast, to say the least. I, we're not going to get into it, but, you know, D-Wade and, and Bosh, they, they both went MIA, no pun intended. But they was gone. They was missing. When Kawhi got there, 
The Spurs culture was already cultivated. It was already made. It was already, it was already present. Headed by the great Timmy D in the locker room. He retired in, two, what, 2016? Is it ironic that two years, well, technically a season, because he didn't really play, technically one, but we'll say two for whatever, that he left after Timmy retired. He was that, he was the culture, he was the glue. Or how about this? The guy gets traded to the team who literally would have made it to the finals if it wasn't for LeBron, right? And it just so happens it was a perfect match. Why? Because LeBron was gone and everything in the East was wide open. So remember how I spoke briefly yesterday about Jimmy and how watching that ball bounce in the hoop. Is that not the luckiest shot of all time? Okay. And to take it even further. <laughs> to even further. This guy is matched up to play one of the greatest teams ever assembled. Only to have them lose two of the greatest shooters ever. I don't get it. Like one thing, one thing about being great, people follow what you do. And this is a perfect instance of that. Kawhi tried to recruit players. Paul George wasn't the first guy he recruited. He recruited Kyrie. He recruited KD. And they both turned him down. So needless to say, Paul George was sloppy seconds or thirds, if you want to call that. He, was, he wasn't the guy that he wanted. And you can try to add somebody to your team and just build around it like, like LeBron. You know, he tried to emulate what LeBron did with AD. But this is where that self-awareness comes in. Kawhi should know he's not LeBron. When LeBron steps in the locker room, he demands attention. He has all eyes and ears on him. Kawhi shies from it. LeBron is super social. He's interactive with his teammates. He's on social media. He's, he's a fun guy. He's, he's loving. I didn't mean to say fun guy, but... And then you have Kawhi Leonard, whose meme is literally fun guy due to his... Nonchalant, uh, non-social, reserved ways. Kawhi Leonard is the luckiest player in my book. And while he was with the Spurs and the Raptors, there is something that he kind of misjudged and something that LeBron understood while he was in Cleveland. He had structured systems and stable franchises. You went over to Clippers land, you're going to be a Clipper. You're going to get the Clipper treatment. You're going to get the unorganizations. You're going to get the drama that is L.A. You're always going to be the second team in L.A. Like, I don't... You look at L.A. Clippers, 
If you're Kawhi Leonard, what makes you say I can change that narrative? Do you not remember the amount of different talented teams they've had with Elton Brand, Corey Maggette, Katino Mobley, Sean Livingston, or Chris Kamen? They even had, after that, they had the, I mean, before that, they had the, the Lamar Odom, Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles, and then even Fute, they had the Lob City, and they still didn't win! Blake Griffin and Chris Paul, two top ten talents, and they still didn't win! I don't get it. When you think about things like this, you got to be calculated. Okay? You have to be calculated. And that's one thing that LeBron has always been, calculated. I don't mean to go off on LeBron being this bigger thing, but you can't move off of other players. You can't. And that's why I hope Giannis takes this next decision seriously because he needs to be in Miami, not because it's, you know, a glamour city. or No, it's the best situation for him to be successful. It's the best organization. They demand greatness. Isn't that what every basketball player wants is to be great? I mean, no, maybe not all of them. Some of them just want the bread. I mean, no, no, no shade, but Melo, you shouldn't have did that. I mean, your career, but that's another story. When you go to a team, it is a marriage. And just like any spouse or individual significant other that you have, they are going to have a history. That history determines your future. It's not a coincidence. So, with that being said, Kawhi is the luckiest player of all time. And with him exiting early, it does nothing but cement the greatness of the other players around him. Well, there you have it, ladies and gents. The next game is slated for Saturday. The time is currently listed at 8.30 p.m. What I'm going to need for all of you guys to do is hop on that Twitter. Follow me at J-O-S-T-R-O-17. That is Stro 17 as well as that Hoop Ball Heat. That's right, Hoop Ball Heat. And we're going to keep you updated on all the latest of Heat basketball. Be sure to go ahead and drop that five-star rating on the cast. And we'll be sure to keep coming with that heat. This is your host with the most, Joe Stroh and Heat Nation. I am out. Stay safe, America. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.